it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. How is it going today, Jen? I'm good, guys. I'm good. I will have everyone know that the dogs are not making a sound. Yeah, I can't hear them at all. Pause. I think Ahsoka and Penelope just really, really, really wanted to kick us off this week. Yep. I think it was their turn to uh, do the intro. So, uh, yep. All right, guys. Um Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, we are glad that you are listening. Uh, per usual, as always, we are glad about that. Um, and before we get going, I do want to mention the, you know, our, our meetup at Dorney Park, October 21st. Come hang out. Uh, ride Talon and get a theme or get a theme park tour. <laughs> get a bat behind the scenes tour of Iron Menace construction site. Yes, LFG. Guys, I also just have to let you know, we might just have to release this video because this is, I swear, my life is a chaotic mess right now. I Did you guys know that you can send video, you can show the video on your phone for video stuff? Because I didn't, and now I don't know how to turn it off, and I don't even know how I turned it on. So we are currently looking at my video from my cell phone. Like, here's my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I can see myself. <laughs> Look, we're just going to show Chris and himself the whole episode. <laughs> oh, now that that would that would be awkward. Like I'm talking to myself. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, I swear I'm so sorry. Today's a chaotic mess. Now let's get on to actual theme park and nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> um so tell me if you have or have not seen this uh, water park in France releasing this Stingray water slide. I saw it today. It is the coolest looking water slide ever. I am. I don't know if I've ever been excited for a water slide, but I'm excited to see this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. If you look it up, um, you can look it up. I think Coaster Hub was the one that tweeted about it. Um and it's from Oglis, or and that's a park in a water park in France. And it's the rendering is really cool. Yeah, it is a really beautiful looking coaster. I looks like it should belong in Volcano Bay. Like it is so like I feel like the look of it is so immersive. Yeah. It belongs in like a themed water park. Yeah, and if you notice between the two towers, there is like a little like, like wooden plank bridge that you can walk across, which is frightening for me, but would still be really cool. Yeah, I actually didn't notice that until you pointed it out. It, yeah, and it has like, yeah, that's crazy. It has like little, oh, I guess that's the entrance points, but like they look like view, viewing areas, like you can watch over it. But yeah. it's really cool looking. I'm super excited to see. I think this is the first one being built. I'm extremely excited to see if the execution is as beautiful as the concept. Yeah, and it's I believe it's being 
the manufacturer for that is called Polin, P-O-L-I-N, Water Parks. So, yeah, should be cool. Yeah, that one I'm I'm really excited to see that execution. It's going to be really good. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of water parks, oh, no. Silverwood's <laughs> Silverwood's new expansion. Um, I don't know much about Silverwood, but I saw they had the new expansion, and I pulled up all of the like promotional stuff for it. And guys, you have to go look at this picture. Why does this look like a whole uterus of a water slide? uh yeah i'm looking at it right now and i can tell you that i have the perfect name for this water slide complex because you're gonna just imagine yourself deep in the woods as you take your journey down the fallopian tube (laughs) (laughs) it legitimately looks like fallopian tubes and a uterus who designed this slide Uh, yeah, this might have to be a retweet on our Twitter, on our X Twitter. We'll call it Twitter still. We're still calling it Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, look out for that because, uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, this is a, this is a uterus and fallopian tubes. This is not a water slide. So you, yeah, I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to leave it at that. I was going to say you can pretend like you're something, something swimming down the tube. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're just not going to say that. You guys know what we meant, though. Yep. Oh my god, this is my favorite thing we possibly ever talked about on the podcast. What is the real name for it? It's uh, not, it has to be something. If it doesn't remind me of uteruses, then I don't want it. Um, I believe it's called Salmon Run. So... so uh, yeah, so I think um, the Philippines do is Salmon Run is a kitty area. Is it? Yeah. Is this Eagle Hunt? Eagle Hunt. Okay, yeah. There it is. Yeah, it's a dueling water coaster. Boo. Eagle Hunt. Um Yeah. Um I'm going to call it Fallopian Tubes. Yeah, Fallopian Tubes. Racing Fallopian Tubes. <laughs> yes. That is the real name to it. Oh my gosh! So, uh, Halloween Horror Nights already is already going on. I cannot believe Halloween Horror Nights is already going on. Like I, I feel like it's so early, and I know they always start it this early, but it just feels like it's so early. Yeah, it's almost kind of like when you're you get out of school, and then like. It seems like three weeks later, it's back to school time in the stores and everything. <laughs> it seems yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like so hot still. It doesn't even, I don't feel, it doesn't feel like fall yet to me to be like ready for Halloween stuff. I know, but I feel like it never feels ready for Halloween stuff in Florida. It's always That's hot. True. There is that. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it just snuck up on me this year. Yeah, and I think some other parks, their start really soon as well. Yeah, we have, I think, Busch Gardens Williamsburg is September 8th, I believe. And Tampa is September 9th. And then Dorney Park is September 15th. And I didn't realize that they're shut down until then, guys. This is, like, so sad. I was like, what the heck? How am I supposed to go see Talon? 
Yeah. Why did I mean it really feels to me like this season started like two weeks ago and now it's already almost coming to a close. Yeah, me too. I feel like I was just at opening day for both Hershey and um Dorney like yesterday. Yeah, and I was trying to pull up like the houses that were gonna be or that are at Halloween Horror Nights this year. Um the Last but, of Us is one. Yeah, The Exorcist, I think. There, yeah, I didn't even. I don't. Horror Nights is just like not my thing. I know thing. some of you guys know that. Yeah. Um, it seems like from the people that I follow that are that have been down there, seemed super super busy. Oh yeah, Horror Nights. That's like the other thing where it's like. I don't know. There's so much to do at Horror Nights that, like, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Stranger Things, The Exorcist, The Last of Us, Chucky, Ultimate Kill Count, Universal Monsters Unmask, The Odd Fellows, Twisted Origins, Dueling Dragons, Choose Thy Fate, Yeti Campground Kills, The Darkest Deal, and Blood Moon Dark Offerings. I forgot about the Stranger Things house. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that one's probably super cool. Now, I also am a huge fan of the original Exorcist movie, so that might be a cool house to go to, but I feel like that might be really scary. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched Exorcist. Uh, they're coming out with another one, I believe. The, f the first time an actual sequel is being made to the original. Did they just remake it before? I think I think there was like some there were some other releases that were like low budget, and this one's actually gonna be like big time uh, movie company making it. <laughs> okay, so. I I don't know how I've never watched it. How I like I don't I don't know how the only I feel like the only like scary movies I ever really watch are Nightmare on Elm Street Friday the Thirteenth and um, The Shining. Yeah, not even any Halloween or Michael Myers. Um, I've seen Halloween once or twice, but I don't like I don't watch it that often. I watch yeah. those. I, I'm pretty like I I watch those like three Halloween movies and that's it. <laughs> Uh, I I am I'm big big into horror movies, so I'm a fan of this. And there's another movie in the Conjuring universe that's going to be coming out, which is called The Nun. That's the sequel to the original Nun. Which I think there's nothing creepier than scary religious figures. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know much about the Conjuring either. I just know that people said that it was like one of the scariest movies they've ever seen. Yeah, there's a few. There, one of the those ones, uh, the Nun, and then there's an also another movie called Sinister, which is super scary too. I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, um, yeah. If you have any horror movie questions, I'm I'm free. Of course, we're gonna turn this into a horror pod. Or uh, if you have any suggestions for movies to watch, let me know because I'm always down to watch movies. And I'm the opposite, guys. I, I watch, I have ADHD and I watch the same five things over and over again. But if you need to know anything about Gilmore Girls, I've probably watched that 16,000 times. Um, so I can give you any information on Gilmore Girls or Rebels. 
Um, how is that? How is uh, Ahsoka doing? Like, did you watch? It's up up to episode three. You're through that, right? Yes, I did. Um, as you guys know, I rushed off of the episode last week because I could not miss Ahsoka. Um, and I did watch Ahsoka the moment I shut my laptop. And it was good. Last week's episode, for anyone following along, I'm not going to give spoilers, but last week's episode was a little... It was the first of the three episodes where I was like, this is a little slow. And then on top of that, the slow... Like, it being slow didn't really bother me, but it was also only like a 30-minute episode. And that part kind of bothered me. I was like, the fact that it was a 30-minute episode... I don't know. That got me. I was very upset. It's like I waited all week <laughs> for a 30 minute episode. Well, let's hope that uh, tonight's episode will be better. Yeah. If tonight's episode's not better, I'm going to be so sad because I only have eight episodes of Ahsoka. I'm already like ready to cry because we're at three of eight. Yeah. So we're almost halfway through the Ahsoka series and I'm not prepared for it to end. So is this just like a one, like a one thing, one time thing, and then it's just done? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no clue. I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, I'm sure they're maybe testing the water, see how it does. Yeah, I, there's probably a lot we can do, but I also like this is something that I was talking about with, um, my friend Taylor. He, we were like, we talk about. Star Wars 99% of the time and we were talking about the fact that like Dave Filoni Ahsoka is his baby I think I mentioned this before like Ahsoka is his baby and he's not gonna he's not gonna allow her to not have like the perfect ending so I think that this is either going to be we're going to keep getting seasons of this or keep seeing more Ahsoka or he's going to finally figure out the perfect way to kill her off. But he has said like in interviews and to Ashley Eckstein, who's the original voice of Ahsoka, like he tried to, tried to find ways to kill her off her whole entire existence. But he's like, I, I couldn't find a death perfect enough for her. Like she needs a perfect death. Yeah. And he didn't find it, which is why she walked away from the order. But okay. When you have, uh, when you have a popular character, I, I assume it's super hard to try and kill off a, a character like that. Yeah, and it's also, like, she is the first character, in, like, in the Star Wars universe that he thought of, created, built her character arc. Like, that was his entrance into the Star Wars universe. So, he has other characters that he has created and that, of course, he's attached to. Um, but Ahsoka is, like, it's his first. Yeah. So... I don't know. I get it. I don't know, but I'm so excited, guys. Episode four tonight. Yep. <laughs> uh, so what are your thoughts on chaperone policies for the oh. Cedar Fair parks? <laughs> because uh, there was a big old fight at Cedar Point, uh, I think, two days ago. It was not pretty. 
all parks should have chaperone policies at all times. At all times. Kids are stupid. Not, I guess young kids are okay. Teenagers are stupid and they need to be supervised. Um, And also, I didn't even know, we were talking about this right before. I had no clue Cedar Point did not have the Cedar Fair um, chaperone policy. And that's a little bullshit. Yeah, I believe it's Cedar Point and Canada's Wonderland for sure. And possibly not. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. But uh, I think those are the only two or three parks that have it in the chain. That don't have it in the chain. That's insane. Why would you not? Why would you implement it for most of the chain and not the rest of it? Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's a good question because, uh, yeah, Cedar Point definitely needs it. And I, I, I don't know why it wasn't there from the get-go when they announced it for the rest of the chain. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. I'm yawning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense because I feel like, I don't know, like Cedar Point. I don't even know. Like, there's not really a reason. But I just feel like if you're going to put it out for the chain, why is it not for the whole entire chain? Why are you only putting it out for part of the chain? That makes no sense. Yeah. And the vi- the videos coming out of the park showing the fight and everything, I mean, there was maybe 10 to 15 people, like, you know, all around each other. I don't know what it was about or anything like that. You can just see people squaring up. Um one police officer came flying in and I think he got hit is what he said. Eh, I don't know. They made one arrest. I think, I don't know. Most of the people took off when they saw that police and ran towards the gate. So I don't know what happened to him, but uh, that was just, that's not, especially when you have young kids that like, this may be their first time going to a park and then they have to run into this time of stuff. It's not cool. No, that's like, it's, it's really not cool. And it honestly just ruins the experience for everyone. Like if I paid for a full day ticket and that type of shit was happening, like I would be livid. Oh, and if I had children, I'd be even more livid. Like, could you imagine being there with your kids and then teenagers acting that type of crazy? Like, I think I might actually murder them. I don't know yeah. if I really say that on podcast, but <laughs> strike that. Like that. I didn't say that. I said nothing of the sorts. I love children. <laughs> no, but I mean, I get what you mean. I mean, parents obviously want their, don't want that around their, you know, young children because these teenage kids are out there cussing up a storm, fighting each other. So, yeah, I can't really say anything about the cursing because I curse around children by accident all the time. I'm awful. Um, but teenagers suck. And I don't want, I wouldn't want my kid. I wouldn't want my kids exposed to teenagers. Yeah, that's the thing is I cuss around my nieces and nephew all the time. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's, it, I feel like it's different when it's like literally like fighting type of, because every oh, word true. that comes out is bad and words that shouldn't be said are said. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, come on Cedar Point. You need a chaperone policy. Yeah, get on that chaperone policy. We love it here at Theme Park Stand Podcast. We fully support chaperone policies at all parks. Yep, we are chaperone policy stands. Yes, we are. Make them teenagers have some fucking parents with them. No kidding. 
All right, end of round ran about chaperones. We have we enjoyed your guys' hot takes so much last week that we decided to see if anyone else had some more so we could talk about some more. And we still had some like we had a couple other really good ones. Yeah, I agree. Um so I guess let's uh, let's jump into this first one here and I know that uh Jen you're really going to like this one because uh, Cedar Kev states that Fahrenheit is better than Skyrush. Canceled, blocked, unfollowed. I know I already said, I literally couldn't help myself. He posted this and I couldn't help myself. I responded to it. This is the hottest piece of garbage of a take. Just like Fahrenheit is the hottest piece of garbage of a ride. You know, um, Cedar Kev texted me and he was like, yeah, I think Jen doesn't like me anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, but Cedar Kev, like I liked Fahrenheit, but I still think I like Skyrush more. Um, that's an incorrect, like liking Fahrenheit should be illegal. <laughs> um, you're both crazy. And Cedar Kev, I think I lost a little bit of respect for you. Oh no! I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, but this is a trash take. Um, I mean, I hope to get some more rides. I'm gonna head up to Hershey the day before our meetup, so hopefully, I can get a better understanding of Fahrenheit. Yes. Because Hershey will be open on Fridays for Dark Nights, right? I believe so. I don't know. Let's wait and see. I don't know. I'm awful. Um, but I think so. Well, if it is, then you'll find me there. Yeah. And riding Fahrenheit like a weirdo when you have Wildcats Revenge and Skyrush. I mean, obviously I'm going to ride those too, but I want to get at least another ride or two on Fahrenheit. I may I may splooge and get like the, uh, I don't know what they call their their fast lane. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't remember, but yeah, it might be worth it. But I, I don't know though, because when I went during Haunt last year, and I went in September, so it might be different, but it was like dead. Okay. So, I don't know. You might not need it. I'll wait and see. Yeah. And I then would... obviously, I don't know if anybody else is going to be there that day. And I don't want to be like the only one with it and then not be able to use it. So. <laughs> yeah, that would literally be the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I will wait on that. Yeah. Valid. All righty. So moving on, we have Flight of Taylor. Um, I'm going to go through these like one at a time. She has a couple here. Um, first one being Flight of Fear is a must ride. I, I agree. Sorry, I just completely <laughs> hijacked that. Um, no, I completely agree. As I agree as well. Be, um, I'm quickly like I used to not ride it, at least the one at Kings Island. But the past few times, I've really enjoyed it. So I think it's almost back to my like have to ride every trip now. Yeah, I've only ridden it once at Kings Dominion. But I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Like, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, and another thing with the Flight of Fear, 
uh, rides is towards the end. Uh, some people may know this. Some people don't because I, I've heard many people and it's almost 50 50. The ending of that ride, when I, when you come out of that inversion and you kind of come into the you pull into the brake run, it, I feel like I'm sideways and I'm like, this is not right. So but then I realize my vision corrects itself and I'm really the correct way. Uh, I've heard some people say the same thing. Some people are like, oh, I, I, I don't feel that way. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. I don't remember feeling that way, but I also feel like that's not something I would have noticed on my first ride. Yeah. But now I'm going to think about it. That's very interesting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Wait, I lost. I also just have to say that I almost just started reading off of last week's episode, guys, because <laughs> I had no idea that I had last week's episode open on my computer. And then I went to read it and I was like, what the heck, Chris? Like, we went over this last week. <laughs> I found the right doc now, guys. It's fine. All right, more from Flight of Taylor. She says, Great Bear over Banshee over Raptor. Um, well, I don't have Great Bear. Um, I just was talking to Brandon about this earlier today. Um, I'm excited to give it a ride. I assume it's going to be, this is my assumption. I think it's going to be better than Banshee, but maybe not as good as Raptor. Yeah, I feel like I'm one of the few people who really likes Raptor, though. Like, Green Talon is very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Raptor is my, like, second favorite invert, I believe. Every ride on it is good, so I, it's hard to move it down at all. Yeah, I... The first time I got off Raptor, I debated if I liked it more than Talon. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, but it was like a three-second debate. And then after the initial, like, oh, my God, that was actually so good, wore off, I was like, oh, no, it's definitely not better than Talon. Um, but I thought about it for, like, three seconds. I even said to Laurel, every time I talk about ta Talon, Laurel will turn to me and be like, do you remember what you said to me the first time that you got off Raptor? <laughs> They're like, you're such a bitch. <laughs> uh, and... Next month, I'll get two more inverts under the belt. So, LFG. Oh, yeah. I keep, I always forget that you don't have talent. So, you literally just have to listen to me rant about talent, like. Until October 21st. And then you'll understand, and you too will rant about talent. I will join the uh, Holy Trinity. I don't know. And the Holy <laughs> Trinity. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> On that note, we're going to move on to Flight of Taylor's next one. Um, she says Wildcat Wildcat's Revenge over Steel Vengeance. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. If you guys didn't know, I really don't like Steel Vengeance. <laughs> Her and Steve don't get along. Me and Steve are not friends. It's me and Steve's little stupid-ass bunny hills. <laughs> Come on, Steve. But no, uh, Wildcat's Revenge is chef's kiss, so I enjoy it. Yeah, it just has, like, the profiling so unique. It's a little, like, it's not as rideable. Like, I feel like Steel Vengeance is definitely more, like, re-rideable. I could ride that a lot more. But if you're only going to ride it, like, if you only plan to ride it, like, once or twice, 
Wildcats Revenge all the way. That thing messed me up, though. After, like, five rides in a row, I was pretty beat up. Like, it was very hard to continue to re-ride. So I am taking that it's running more intense than it did on Media Day. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. I can't wait to ride it again. <laughs> yeah, you have to ride it again because it's definitely running. And, like, the ERT that I had, it was running at the end of the night. So it's always, you know, yep. all that. He is. All right. Last from Flight of Taylor. We have this one is pretty. I mean, it's not super long, but it's long. Um, Diamondback over Candy over Magnum over Skyrush. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I've never been on Diamondback. I will put Candy pretty high up there. Well, how are Candy? Oh, she also said Skyrush has the best first drop. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think mine would go Skyrush over Diamondback over Candy over Magnum. I can't put Diamondback anywhere because I've never ridden it. But for me, it's Skyrush, Candy, Magnum. So, yeah, yeah like what? How is Skyrush that far down? But like for you, and like lower than Magnum. <laughs> No. More than Magnum, <laughs> what? I, like, oh, no. That is know. some serious, serious hate. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I don't know. Sorry, Flight of Taylor, we, uh, we disagree. that's that. another person we have to cancel over their take. <laughs> well, I'm just canceling everyone. At what point am I not allowed to cancel people anymore? <laughs> Oh, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, next question or next. Uh, I don't really know what this is. I guess this is a question uh, coming from Whiskey Nick. And he is asking, do you think we'll ever get a national standard instead of a state by state system for amusement park rides? For example, Kingdom Ka in New Jersey is required to have over the shoulder restraints while its sister coaster Top Thrill only use lap, lap bars. Uh, and to be even more difficult, why or why not? Um, I do not. I don't. Um, mostly because when you look into the reason that the states that are so strict have these rules it's usually because of like accidents or mistakes that have happened in the past um for example like new jersey is one of the strictest because they've had a handful of accidents that have taken lives due to like poor maintenance um like restraint systems, things like that. So Jersey is so strict because they have had incidents, but like telling a state, like, I don't know who's a state that doesn't ever have anything happen. Like, I don't know. Telling a state that has never had anything dangerous happen on a roller coaster and has never had a life lost on a roller coaster or a life lost on a roller coaster that they need to meet the same standards. Like they're not going to think the same thing. They're going to say that like, it's not going to happen to them and they're going to maintain everything. Everyone thinks that nothing's going to happen to them until it happens. So I agree. 
Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I don't I don't think it's going to be a national standard uh, just because I think we would have seen that by now with how with 420 foot coasters and all sorts of things like speed records, stuff like that. Uh, I think yeah. it would have. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't think that there's like any legislators that care enough. Like, yeah, they're too busy bickering at each other. So. Yeah, like they're they can't agree on anything. I don't think this is something that they're gonna do it. And in theory, like if following, like a lot of the time, if following a manufacturer recommendation, like, well, I I can't even put it like that. If you follow recommendation from the manu- manufacturers. It's all safe. So a state deciding to be complete overkill, like I can't see that like nationally them getting all the states on board to go to a higher standard. Yeah. And we wouldn't be able to go to a lower standard because that's exactly where we're at right now. Like there's a pretty like there's a lower standard and New Jersey chooses to have a higher standard. Yeah, I agree. I uh I just I don't I don't think there we'll see any changes to that. Yeah, me neither. Um, but uh, going on to this next question uh, from Velocicoasting, there's there's two questions. I'm going to read the first one here because this one is for you, Jen. And he is asking, uh, what are your favorite breakfast, lunch, and dinner spots at Disney World? Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. Um, all right. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if I'm doing quick, quick service... Breakfast has to be the quick service. I can't pronounce it, but it's the quick service at Riviera. Lunch. Uh, lunch. I, I'm a snacker for a lot of this stuff. So, like, the egg roll. I And I, uh, it's so dependent on what parks you're at, too. Oh, actually, I I have one. My I, my number one pick for a quick service lunch in Disney World is Santuli's Canteen in Pandora. And then for dinner, um, hands down, Captain Cook's at the Polynesian Resort. They have these Thai meatballs and this these pulled pork nachos that like I would die for. Mm, that sounds good. They're so good. Um, and it's like a nice break from the heat. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Um, Sit-down restaurants, there's so many. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I could pick. <laughs> yeah, this is too much pressure. I gave you some quick services. There you that's go. What gonna, that's what we're going to have to go with. <laughs> uh, if you well, try those, let us know what you think. Yes, you have to t- tell me what you think. Um. And I will probably die of jealousy if you get the Thai meatballs. They're my favorite food in all of Disney World. Are they spicy? They are not. They're like a coconut. Ooh. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. They're like a beef meatball with like a coconut sauce on it. They do have like a, they have flavor. I wouldn't call it a spice. That sounds yummy. It's so good. Um... So, yes, if you get them, I will be super jealous. They're my favorite thing in the world. They're amazing. You should eat them. Um, but we do have 
a question also from Velocicoasting for Chris. Um, he asked, what's your favorite thing to, thing to eat at Kings Island? Also, I think the Dolphins should let the Colts have Jalen Waddle for Jonathan Taylor. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on that one first. And no, man, <laughs> you can't have Waddle. No one's touching Waddle. Anyway, um, what's your favorite thing to eat at Kings Island? So right now, it is Enrique's, and it is like a Chipotle, but the steak is on point. It's not fatty or anything, which is really good. Um, so it, right now, it's my favorite thing. Um, that brew house has a really good burger. And then also, I'm going to be the one person, and I think we've talked about this before, I really dig Panda Express. <laughs> Panda Express is so good, though. Yeah. <laughs> the line's too long. That's why I go get the other stuff. So I've had to try other things. So uh, that's why I liked, yeah. There's a, the food. I will say this for a Cedar Fair Park. I think King's Island has the best cedar food of the chain that I've been to so far. I feel like King's Island has the best, like almost everything for the chain. Besides coasters. <laughs> they have some really good ones, though. They do. They do. They really do. I mean, like, yeah, cool. maybe not the best. Like they don't have Fury. They don't have Maverick. What they have really strong coasters. They're just not the record-breaking ones. I mean, obviously, yeah. besides Banshee, they has the longest invert in the world. But other than that, they just have really good coasters. And then obviously, Beast, longest coaster in the world, or wooden coaster in the world. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it has a strong lineup. So, well, hopefully. <laughs> I assume maybe next season you'll come out this way and get those credits. Yeah. If I can make it out sometime for haunt, that would be perfect, but I don't yeah. know if I can. we'll see. We shall see. All right. So uh, moving on here from may um, she has, or I'm sorry. She, they have uh, two questions here. And the first one is the Raven over Maverick. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, the The Raven is over Maverick, Millennium Force, Orion, Diamondback, Banshee, Storm Chaser, Lightning Run, and Twisted Colossus. Uh, no. <laughs> I've never ridden the Raven, but and I've only really this is awful. I've never ridden the Raven, and I've only ever ridden Maverick and Millie. But Maverick and Millie, I can imagine, are definitely over the Raven. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think Maverick's better, Millennium Force is better, Orion's better, Diamondback's better, and those are the only ones I've ridden, uh, other than Banshee. I was like, yeah, you've definitely ridden Spooky Screaming Talon. Other than that, I haven't. I have not been to Kentucky Kingdom. Oh, I have been there, but the park was closed, and I went on a winter tour. <laughs> and then Twisted Colossus. I haven't been to California yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't agree. I can't agree. I cannot uh, as well. Million Maverick. Yeah. Um, and then the second is also Silver Bullet greater than all inverts that they have been on. Well, we don't know what inverts you've been on. Yeah. And you obviously haven't been on Town at Dirty Park. <laughs> it's uh, very obvious. Yeah. I would say that or Raptor or Afterburn. <laughs> Afterburn is also so freaking good. But then again, I haven't been on Silver Bullet, so I don't know. 
Um, I've never been on Western Talon either, but I don't think Western Talon is better than Talon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take your word for it as of now, but I highly doubt that Western Talon is better than Talon. I'm going to agree. All right. So then we have, I'm probably going to mess this up. Khaki? Khaki? <laughs> the way that I said it <laughs> made it sound like I was calling them cocky. Cocky. I'm sorry. It like with that Boston accent, like khaki. Khaki. I'm so sorry if we mispronounced this. Um, we appreciate you sending in the question. Yep. Or the hot take in this case. And this hot take is lightning rod sucks. Or stinks. Stinks. But, um, yeah, stinks. Sorry. Uh, I I enjoy it thoroughly. It does not stink in my book. And it was down when I went, so I did not get to ride it. However, I do think I really think that it's going to be one of those coasters that are overhyped. Yeah, I can see it. Um, the the reason why I was so pumped, like excited about it, is I didn't realize how much more coaster there was back on the other side of the hill. <laughs> So, really? uh, yeah, so I, I had no clue because it was one of those ones I did not watch like a POV for or anything beforehand. And that quad down. Oh, my God. <laughs> Insanity. Yeah, I the only quad down that I really can compare it to, I think, is Airy Force One. And I hate Airy Forces One's <laughs> quad down. So that's not that's not really getting me. That's true. I wish I could have got more rides on it, but as you know, <laughs> I literally rode it and then like 20 minutes later, it broke down for the rest of the day. Yeah. It, at least it opened. Yeah. Because it didn't open for me. All right. So on to the last. Wait, let me, I'm, I'm popping in because okay. I'm going to ask these because I literally can't have an opinion on any of these because I... Okay. I haven't written. So okay. I'm going to rapid fire. Is is it Dow? I'd say Dow. Yeah. Dow. I believe Dow. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Sent in four hot takes. I'm going to rapid fire them because I can't have opinions in all of them. So I'm going to make Chris do them all at one time. <laughs> LFG. All right. So we have Banshee over Raptor. Diamondback. Um Oh, I, okay. I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. <laughs> All right. No, we can do it that way. Banshee over Raptor. No. Diamondback over Magnum. Agreed. Vortex over Rougarou. No. And Orion is top 10. Fringe top 10. It, what? Top 10? Fringe. Like almost. It could be top 10. Oh, okay. All right. And then why? Uh, Why for all of these? Um, yeah, like, do you have any commentary? We don't have to, yeah. like, rapid fire and you're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> you get the one-word answers and that is it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. You're not allowed to actually have opinions on any of this. Um, Raptor is ten times better than Banshee. I did just ride Banshee and it wasn't as bad as I remember it uh, just a couple weeks ago. But still, I like Raptor better. I like the old-school restraints more than the vest. Um, at least on on that coaster. Banshee should have the old restraints. Um, Diamondback is amazing when you want floating airtime. I can't 
I don't think I've ever been anything on it that has more. Um, so obviously I like that over Magnum, which tries to rip your fucking legs off. Um, Vortex was a, was my first ever looping coaster as a child. So yes, you know, rip, I'm sad about that. It's not here anymore, but towards the end of its life, it was a heaping pile of junk, which if you wanted a migraine, go ahead and ride it. I would ride Ruguru 10 times more than I would ride Vortex. I'm not um, gonna lie, I was not expecting you to be like, that was my first looping coaster ever, but like by the end, fuck that shit. <laughs> that was not how I was expecting that to go. Uh yeah. Um it, I mean it was bad. It was really bad towards the end of its life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then Orion top ten. You know, I don't remember exactly where I have it, but it's gotta be like nine, ten, eleven, or twelve, something like that. So Yes, it's it's one of those coasters that's really good, but just shy because it's not. It's a very short coaster, so that's the that's my only thing that's that's kind of holding Orion back. Is it really short in length, or is it really short in the fact that it's not a giga? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm on. It's a giga. I'm on the side of it's a giga just because it has the 300 foot drop. I don't know. I just like to take whatever side the other yeah. person doesn't want. <laughs> Honestly, um, I just like to say it's not a giga because it pisses off people. I have no opinions because I've never written it. It's a the drop is like literally S tier. Um, and then the speed hill is S tier as well. Like that is the best speed hill I've ever been on in my life. It's probably one of the best speed hills of a hyper coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I guess that makes Millie's speed hill the best for a giga. Because I don't think any of the other gigas have one. Oh yeah. I don't know about Leviathan. I don't know that one too much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know them all that much either. The only giga I care about really is I three hundred five. Uh, yes, I just, I, um, do you know, like what Taylor and Sarah were shooting? Like, I, you don't have to say it, but like, do you know? No, I just know that they were going to take, like, they've never been able to go backstage on I-305. So they were just getting shots that they were never able to get. Gotcha. As far as I know. Okay. That um, looks so cool. I saw some like the, some of the pictures they posted. And I was like, "Oh man, I really wish I could have been there for that." Yeah, it's they they looked really cool. Yeah, I just want to go back and ride I three hundred five. I miss it. Me too. I've only ridden I three hundred five like twice. I need more rides. It changed my life. I've only been on it once. That's a crime yeah it is a crime because it's so good it's so good it literally changed my life oh okay well um that is going to be all for this episode any yeah. parting thoughts yes we have a big episode next week guys chris what do we have going on okay so uh i should have brought this up probably sooner but um Next week, we have a man who goes by the name of Rick Bastrop, and he owns R&R Creative, which they do theming for rides. So if anybody remembers the original Phantom Theater at Kings Island, they did all of the animatronics 
for that and multiple other rides around the world. So we are going to sit down with him because he has a book coming out and we're going to discuss that. Yeah, I'm very excited for this one. I love like immersive dark ride experiences and stuff. So I'm really, I'm really excited to dig into it with them. Yeah. So uh, think about your questions because we will send out that tweet on Monday morning. Yeah. Look out for that, guys. We want to hear everything you have to say. All right. Well, that brings us to the end again. So uh, see you in October on the 21st and we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Yeah, guys, live love I-305. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.